Good evening, good evening, good evening. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Wednesday, August the 3rd, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, silly season, which means a period such as late summer, when the mass media often focuses on trivial or frivolous matters for lack of major news stories. Silly season. All right, we know what that is. Uh, I, I have noticed a lot of that. Just an, uh, an odd word that I, I picked up on and I thought, well, you know what? Every year there, there does seem to be a lot of uh, good humor news during the summer months. Just does, just does. Man, uh, of course, the weather, the topic of that, the hot topic of that is, of course, the heat, the heat, the heat. Indices above 100, and today it felt like 105 easily. And also, I got to uh, backtrack a little bit. Uh, bit. Uh, as you can tell, I am here in the evening um, work schedule, of course. We all know when I, when I have a crazy work schedule, I get these podcasts out when I can and how I can, the best way I can. And, and I, I try not, I try to be consistent and not be lackadaisical in my podcasting. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I'm coming in the evening. Sun's still out though. Uh, temperatures are still, hey, like I said, you can still feel that heat. I don't think the heat in, indexes are uh, out right now. I think the sun is setting a little bit. So it's starting to cool off, um, <laughs> I guess in the 80s <laughs> or, or uh Right at 90, if you can say that, if, if that's cooling off, man, I hate to see it. Well, we already know what the heat is. We already know what the heat is. Uh, let's get it, move along here. Man, uh, Kentucky, wow, it continues. Wow, just wow. Uh, when I talked to you guys Monday, I believe the death toll was at 28. It has risen to 37, confirmed dead. And they're saying that it could rise some more because they're still going through the search and rescue and recovery and moving to the, the debris. But the uh, the one thing that that has came out, and, and I really didn't think about it, I got to be honest, um, they are working under extreme conditions because just like here in North Carolina, yesterday, uh, it, Monday, and, and of course today, those heat indices, that you got to keep in mind, you're working under strenuous conditions like that and you're already stressed because, you know, like I said, there's a lot of search and recovery and then they have to deal with the heat. Um, there's no water. There's no power. People are just sitting in the heat. Uh, if they're fortunate enough, uh, I shouldn't say fortunate because a, a lot of people no longer have anywhere to stay. So they're staying in shelters. Uh, so much so, uh, the state parks, school, churches, community centers, they have become shelters across eastern Kentucky because of this um, flooding. Wow. Uh, if you're thinking to yourself, you got it bad, just imagine trying to trying to just move and, 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 and move through and persevere through all of this. Uh, you had the flooding, uh, like I, I said before, one lady told the story, they, they, they laid down with uh, they didn't have everything, they had something, and they literally woke up in the wee hours of the morning with.
nothing. All gone. So if you're thinking you're having it bad, think again and just give God some glory because it could be a whole lot worse. And those folks in Eastern Kentucky are living through that. Man, um, the governor came out also and she said to those uh, search and rescue workers and those people that are removing debris, uh, don't be ashamed. Don't be pride. Don't be boastful and, and take breaks. You're in that heat. Take breaks. Now is not the time to uh, have that macho thing going on. Um, it, it just isn't. So take breaks. And for everyone that's out here in this heat, man, uh, of course, you know, my, my, my age old saying, sunscreen, limited time out in the heat, hydrate and, and, and put on a hat. Just do, just do. Praying for those in Kentucky, because that is just wow. I'm look. I, I've looked at the news story stories, and I gotta say, um, it certainly put things in perspective for me. I didn't think this far ahead, didn't think this far down the line, with that heat, and it can get pretty warm in Kentucky. It just can. It just can. So keep prayers up for them, um, to those rescue folks that are out there. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. All right, let's move along here also. Uh, man, it looks like, <laughs> here we go again. Here we go again. Again, Looks like a Durham dentist um, pled guilty last week to tax fraud. And she will be sentenced in October, October the 19th, to be exact, of this year, in federal court. Now, here's how it goes. Apparently, she withheld her income actually reporting less than she actually claimed. And she moved some funds around to try to hide her um, falsifying of these this, these tax documents. Uh, she moved co-payments from, uh, co-payment checks from insurance claims, and she placed them in her own account to pay for a mortgage, a mortgage and multiple vehicles. Wow. She could face a maximum of three years in prison, monetary penalties, and a period of supervised, released probation up to one year. Wow. Uh, you know, just like I said, and it, 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 it's going to happen. We, we all know this. Uh, these feds, they're going to start looking into the, everyone's tax, everyone's uh tax documents, tax filings, and also those PPP loans. So far, I haven't heard anything about those PPP loans, but the federal government, you got to admit, you got to know, you got to say to yourself, um, a lot of money was handed out and a lot of money was lost back here during this COVID because she had been on an investigation. And I guess that this is the uh, reach around of that. She had been on an investigation from 2017 to 2018. And I guess they held off a little while longer because they had, COVID, you know, COVID was going on in 2019 and 20. And now they're coming back around and they're, they're snatching a lot of folks up with this insurance fraud. This insurance fraud, uh, whether it be Medicaid, Medicare or private insurance, they ain't playing. They got to recoup some loss. They just do. They just do. Uh, there's, there's no other way to per put it. They just have to. They got to recoup some loss. But just like I asked before, I, I, I swear for the life of me, I just don't understand when these uh, professionals somehow, some way fraud or get this money, why they're always paying for vehicles. 
Now, the mortgage I can get, I can understand. That's where you lay your head. It's where you break your bread. Uh, I, even though it's wrong, I can't get it. I, I can't quarrel with you about that. At least you took that step to uh, <laughs> uh, pay for you somewhere to lay your head. But these vehicles, these multiple vehicles, what is it with us and human beings and these vehicles where we feel we have to have two or three or four vehicles? I guess the money's rolling in and it's good. You know, you had uh, this dentist and then you had, uh, there was a lawyer here in Durham also. She was paying for vehicles and mortgages with two separate homes and, and one and two separate states. And she even went as far as to pay for her a BBL, a Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> wow. Then there we know there was the eye, ear and nose throat doctor out of Raleigh that, that was paying for, um, once again, multiple vehicles and a, and a home. And she was, she was billing Medicaid and Medicare for those services for those uh, patients that had to use uh, uh, some device that was supposed to go up their nose when she was actually supposed to have been throwing it away. She was reusing it and fouling the claims. So what is it with, I, I get, I got to ask, what is it with people in this, uh, this fraud? Why are they so, I guess the money is so easy. And, and I guess when, hey, who, who thinks, and if you're, you're, you're smarter than the average, you're certainly going to say to yourself, they'll never check. <laughs> as we all know, as we all know, yeah, Uncle Sam don't check too often, but when they check, they check. In fact, this goes on to this next statement that was a, uh, he, there was a special agent that investigates these issues, and he's out of the Charlotte uh, d division of the IRS. He, he came out with a statement. He said, uh, pretty much in a nutshell, and I quote here, to attempt to evade taxes by hiding income and filing false is income is theft from the American public. We protect the integrity of the, the integrity of the tax system by ensuring everyone pays their fair share of taxes, end quote. <laughs> I'm not going into it. I'm not going to dive into it. And I'm not going down that rabbit hole with this guy's statement. Uh, I could I could talk for hours on my belief and theory about uh, how we all pay fair taxes. We know that to be untrue wholeheartedly. So I won't go down that rabbit hole with that guy <laughs> about that statement. <laughs> I leave you to your own mind and your own devices about that one because I have mine. Uh, no, not everyone pays their own, uh, pays their fair taxes. We all know that. We just do. We just do. We just do. But yeah, it appears that Durham Dennis is, is is on the chopping blocks. Also, man, I just um, don't understand. You you spend all those years, all that time and money and energy to get yourself a, an established career, a credible career, and then you get an established uh, 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 following or, or however you word it, you, you, you establish yourself, but you're, you're, you're pretty much just committing fraud. What was it all for? Did you go through all that training and, and hours of training and years of training and, and, just to, to say, hey, I'm going to scheme and fraud. 
Man, he could have stayed out of school, gave that spot to someone else and just went on the streets and started hustling. I'm sorry. He just could have. Man. However much she uh she she brought it the, the IRS out of, they came for her and they got her. They got her, man. Uh, so we'll find out what happens October 19th. Doesn't seem like uh, she's going to receive too harsh of a sentence. Seems like the only harsh thing that could happen is those three years in prison. Uh, still haven't heard if they're going to take her license away. Uh, likely. More than likely. Or like they used to say, highly likely. <laughs> they're going to snatch that license. They just are. Man, so all that time is gone for naught. Wow. Um like I say, I just don't understand some folks. I just don't. Hey, but if it's in your mind, it's in your mind. There's nothing anyone can say or do to change that. That much we know living in this world. We just do. We just do. All right. Let's go get it. Man, uh, I'm sure we all heard by now uh, the Democratic Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, uh, she's catching a little bit of flack. She's catching some praise, criticism, ridicule, and, and some are just scratching their heads like, what in the world? Uh, she's All of this is because of her visit to Taiwan this week. Now, uh, of course, she's left by now. This is the evening. Uh, she's left by now and she's on her way to uh, Seoul, uh, South Korea. I'm sorry, South Korea. Now, this visit, it marks the first time a high-ranking U.S. official has visited Taiwan in 25 years. The, she went to the Democratic Island and, and China. Well, of course, you know China chimed in. China is none too pleased. In fact, they announced that it will conduct military exercises with live rounds close to the island. They pulled their ships out and, and let their jets run through uh, close to that no-fly zone. They're saying that because of this visit, this is very provocative. Borderline act of war, I believe they said. Wow, I didn't know it was that serious. Yes, it is that serious. China wants Taiwan. Taiwan broke away from China many, 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 many years ago, and China has been, whew, they, they, they've, been they've been fired up ever since then. Uh, Taiwan said no more. We don't want any communist regime telling us what the, what we can do and what we can't do. We're going to a democracy, and they they've had, uh, aligned themselves with the U.S. So much show, so hey, uh, the ship that I was on in the Navy for the better part of three and a half years. They sold that ship along with you know hey you know the U.S. is always selling military weaponry. Uh, whatever, what happened, but have you, but it appears also, and I didn't find this out till several years later that I was out of the Navy, that they sold that ship I was on, the USS S Pensacola to Taiwan. And along with, and, and, and hey, they sold some more uh, ships also, tanks, guns, jets, <laughs> run the gamut. I guess if you're going to build up their military, that's what you have to do. And of course, you know, that pissed China off. It continues to piss China off because the U.S. continues to do that. Very much so like what they're doing in Ukraine. And, and that's pissing Russia off. This is just uh, I, 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 the U.S. policy. It, it just is. But China's pretty, uh, they're hot. They're fed up. 
That's it. They're going. <laughs> these fools pulled out their, 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 their they pulled out their ships and their 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 jets and said they were going to go to conduct military uh, exercises with live rounds. <laughs> wow, man. So uh, uh, questions that have come up, and, and I asked the same question myself when I found out she was going to Taiwan. I said, "Why she's going? To, why is she going to Taiwan?" And a lot of people are asking, "Why did she go to Taiwan?" Maybe it's a political stance against China to show China that the U.S. is still uh, is still with Taiwan, and and they're not afraid, and and we're not afraid, and and they're going to stand with them no matter what. Now, um, like I said, she 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 went to Taiwan, and maybe that was just like I said to show that uh, the U.S. and more specifically, maybe even the Democrats are not scared of China. And because of she because she's a female, she also showed the uh, they're saying she also showed the all male communist China government that she's not afraid and she won't be bullied. Uh, as you know, or, or, or I discovered, I really didn't know, the president of Taiwan is a female. So she sat down and met with her also. Yeah, that's pissing China off. <laughs> yeah, that's pissing China off. That's pissing China off. And, and another thing that came up, which may make sense, and it's somewhat surprising, the um, members of the Republican Party, they applauded her. And said it was a great job she was doing to go to China to to represent the United States. Now, uh, some Democrats have fired back and said uh, that praise and accolades and applause is false. That they're just that the Republicans are just firing back at President Biden to to I guess say, hey, uh, you won't go, or or you won't stand too firm against China, but your Speaker of the House will. Hmm. Very interesting. And it, it just is. Um, like I said, I asked the same question. I said, man, why is she going uh, to Taiwan? Taiwan of all places. And why now? Uh, you you, you got to ask yourself, why now? But who knows? Uh, maybe it is a political ploy. And it, it, chances are it is. I mean, that's usually why I, I, I hate to say it, but the actual factual of it is, when a lot of these U.S. diplomats and, and or, or whatever, when they go to these foreign lands, that they know those uh, that that their enemies aren't too pleased, and we claim them to be allies. Uh, that's usually just to piss the enemies off. <laughs> it just is. It just is. We all know that uh, because that right there. This right here with her going to Taiwan. Now, I, I can I can honestly tell you, because I, earlier, if you remember, I said that she was on her way to South uh, Korea. That's usually as far as uh, South Korea or maybe Japan. Uh, Taiwan, really not that much. But that's usually pretty much as far as the U.S. diplomats go is, is South Korea when they're in that region. It just is. So you, you, you got to ask yourself, what's the real motive here? It's a political ploy. Just is. It just is. Um, like I said, many are are scratching their heads and, and they're wondering why or oh, why or oh, why and why now. Uh, she hasn't given any answer. No more than she wanted to go and 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 show uh, U.S. allegiance in the region. 
I guess. Hmm. All right. Be careful. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> all I can tell you, man, you went to Taiwan. Wow. Okay. Okay. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens with this. Man, uh, that Brittany Griner and, and the, uh, Paul Whelan negotiation is still going on. Uh, of course, the U.S. hasn't accepted the offer for those two, uh, the Merchant of Death and that other uh, armed hitman, armed government-sponsored hitman. The U.S. still hasn't said they will accept that in exchange for those two. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> Not with them adding that second uh, guy to the table, the second terrorist on, on the bargaining table. Uh, I honestly think this thing is going to be drawn out for a while. Just is. Just is. Uh, looks like, uh, and sometimes I often question and, and I often wonder when, when the, like I said, when these uh, politicians go out on these uh, visits, What's the real purpose? Um, and also, uh, many a times it has been proven the U.S. overextends itself a lot to its allies. I mean, uh, hey, uh, I, I just don't think maybe this is me. I know there are many people that will say, hey, well, they got to do it to uh, show their presence and, and, and show their force. But I just don't think now is the time to be pissing Russia or China off. You're, you're selling arms to uh to, to the Ukraine to help fight the war with the Russians. And now you have a, a the sitting speaker of the Democratic Speaker of the House that is visiting Taiwan. And we all know tensions are always high with the U.S. and China. Hmm. Uh, I guess I can understand the mindset and premise of you showing your prowess and showing your allegiance and showing that you won't be intimidated and you're not going to back down and you're going to back your, up your allies. I understand that. Get it. Got it. Full well. But uh, I just don't think now, especially with everything the U.S. has going on on this continent, in this country. Uh, of course, they're saying gas prices are going down. Inflation may be uh, dwindling away, but we still have a, a, a huge dogfight on our hands. As far as this economy and as far as just general dealings in day to day with uh, the, the could be possibly uh, a, a, another health crisis with this uh, monkeypox, another virus. And we're still continuing to fight COVID. Uh, we're still trying to find so much. So a lot of the, the, the free COVID vaccination clinics and and testing facilities, I haven't talked about this, have shut down. Uh, they're saying there's really not a need. Most people are vaccinated, uh, yada, 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 whatever, what have you. Uh, that Those things do cost money. Uh, the government has to pay for it. It has to come from somewhere. So that's, that. it's just way too much going on in this country. I believe, and maybe, uh, like I said, maybe, uh, hey, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about uh, or, or whatever, what have you. But I think there's more than enough that could be done here to show your prowess. I get the international community. I get it. I got it. I understand it wholeheartedly, but uh, you got to take care of home first. We got a lot going on. We have a lot going on here. I don't think we need to be <laughs> taking trips to foreign lands to show how big and bad we are. I just don't. I just don't. I just don't. Well, I'm going to get on out of here. Uh, I'm going to cut it short tonight. 
like I said, I worked this morning. Um, it is, uh, well, it, it, I had an okay day. Let's just say that. It can be extremely exhausting mentally, not physically. Uh, case in point, I, I can tell you, wow. Whew, boy, uh, let's see, when was this? Was this um, Monday night? And that's another thing I think we, we we have to address here in this country is uh, the opioid and, and just heroin use in this country. Monday night, I'm at work. I'm working. I'm getting ready to count my final till. I get up to go out the door and I almost hit this guy in the back of his head. He's leaning up against the ice machine. I'm looking at him. He's sweating. I'm thinking, oh, Lord, maybe he's having a uh, uh, his blood sugar has dropped. So I asked him, I said, hey, are you okay, sir? Are you okay? Are you okay? And he looked at me with this goofy look <laughs> on his face. I don't mean to laugh, but he had such this goofy, goofy, dopey look. And I said to myself, this fool is high. <laughs> that area, like I told you numerous times that I work in, it is known as Heron Alley. It is a known heroin. You can, it, you can go get you some heroin if you, you on this side of town. That's what it's known for. So uh, I go to get him a chair because he, at this point he started that little nod and it leaned. And I'm thinking, man, this guy's going to hit his head on this damn ice machine and I'm never going to get out of here. <laughs> I just did. This verse, I hate to say it, but man, that's what I said. I was, it was at the end of the night and I was tired and frustrated. And so by the time I go get the chair, this guy, he had uh, somehow, some way, maneuvered himself, slid himself down the ice machine, sat on the floor, laid his head back up against the wall and started that, uh, that we all know that nod. And this was a nod with a snore. Uh, the heroin problem in, 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 in this country has gotten, well, it's been out of control. It's out of hand. Um, I can sit here and say, we got to do this. We got to do that. We need to do this. We need to do that. There needs to be more of this. But the bottom line is if that person doesn't want help, that there's no, you're just shoveling money on top of, you know what? It's not going to work. That person has to want help. This wasn't the first instance that I had with someone going into that nod with heroin use. I can remember one Saturday morning I was at work. I finished unloading the truck and, and a customer comes in and, he, and, and says, hey, you got somebody laying out on the sidewalk. I think something's wrong with them. You may need to call EMS. I go outside. I got one on the sidewalk at the front side of the store. I got another one on the back side of the store on the sidewalk and the sun having one of those heroin moments. They just were. They just were. Um, I don't know. Like I said, it is a problem. It's a huge problem in this country. It has become a huge problem. And, and I see it all day, every day that I work. If I work seven days a week, I see someone that is on heroin multiple times of the day. This isn't isolated incidents. This is what goes on on this particular side of town and, and on another side of town also. But this particular side of town, it is known for that. That is just what it is. Um, I'm sure there are many family members I know full well that are affected by this. And I'm sure that they're sending up prayers. There's been a lot of begging and pleading to stop. 
But like I said, I could sit here and say they need to do this. They need to do that. They need to have this form. They need to have that form. If that person doesn't want that help, all of that goes for not. It's just in vain. It just is. It is a huge problem here in Durham. Uh, I know many people are going to say, well, it's a huge problem here and where I stay at. Yeah, it's it's a global it's a global impact. This is going on all over the, the world, not just here in the United States. Um, heroin has certainly came back. I can remember hearing the tales and I watch a lot of documentaries about the uh, 70s, the 60s and 70s and 80s in New York and California and all these other cities and even in foreign lands in Germany or, or, or what in France or whatever, what have you. But it looks like it's came back. And man, it's it's taking a hold of any and everyone. Uh, doesn't rem- doesn't matter uh, uh, your race. Doesn't matter your class, your gender. Once that person gets on it and they're hooked and they're addicted, they are addicted. They just are. They just are. So uh, I guess the best I can say is just pray. Let's pray. That's that's all I can say. Well, that's all for me tonight. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this evening. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice, so offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio, Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And wherever you are streaming, hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts. Keep you in the loop. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.